The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yes, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday. It's time for the weekend edition podcast of Busted Open Radio. I'm Ryan McKinnell. Got the Hall of Famer Bully Ray alongside for this weekend edition and on this edition of Busted Open, we take a deep dive into AEW Revolution and that match between CM Punk and MJF. And we also look back to Friday night, and my, what a Friday night it was. We got a new Intercontinental Champion in the WWE, and we have an opponent for Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. But to find out where those details lie, you are going to have to listen to this episode. So sit back, relax, and click play. Let's get it going. Busted open on a Saturday. So what are you going to do when your mouth is wired shut? And you can't eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner without sipping it through a straw. It's a through the wire like honey. Why is this through chocolate? I'm your opponent at WrestleMania, and I'm gonna beat you to a pulp. Well, there you go. Last night on SmackDown, the pro wrestling world. Finding out just who Pat McAfee is going to be wrestling at WrestleMania. And it is the one and only, if you can recognize him there by the voice, Austin Theory. Austin Theory coming out, cutting a promo on McAfee, and then smacking him in the teeth. Bully Ray. Bully Ray. That had to make you happy on some level. A little bit of heel work there from uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon's protege, Austin Theory. I like what I saw. Uh, I'm happy it's going to be Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee. Me and Mark were talking yesterday about some some choices. Gabby actually came out, came up with a good outside of the box idea. She talked about the possibility of Corey Graves versus Pat McAfee. Yeah. I said as an I as a standalone idea, it's good, but that would be better suited for like a survivor series, like the raw commentator versus the SmackDown commentator. Oh. I know Corey's been cleared, he's itching to get back, but Corey versus Pat McAfee as an attraction match at WrestleMania this year. Uh-uh. That's I I'm not for that. I I'm not for that idea yeah. at WrestleMania. Then go ahead. Oh, I was just saying there was a small part of me that thought, uh, Bully, that potentially when, when like, Vince and Pat were ribbing uh, Michael Cole on the podcast, on Pat McAfee's podcast, that potentially, hey, Michael Cole undefeated at WrestleMania, you know, that was something that he always used to like to throw out there. I thought maybe there'd be a small chance we'd do Cole and McAfee, you know, especially when Vince was like, oh, he's a terrible person, they were kind of ribbing him. I thought maybe that would have been a story they would have told, but maybe Cole's a little bit too old. I, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking with that, but that could have been fun. I don't I it could have been fun, but I don't think it's good for big yeah. business at WrestleMania. I don't think it's good That's for fair. a future yeah. superstar, <clears throat> excuse yeah. me, like Austin Theory is going to be. You know, obviously everybody thought that they were going down the road of Vince versus Pat McAfee. I'm I'm happy that Ooh. they're not. I think Vince will be out there. I think Vince will be in Austin Theory's corner. Okay. You never know. Outside of the box idea, Shane O'Mac with what just happened to him in Pat McAfee's corner. Now you got McMahon's in each other's corner. It gives that it gives that match that WrestleMania special attraction match feel 
Is Shane going to get into it with Pop? I don't really know what's going on behind the scenes with the Shane situation, but if you got a Shane running or something to that effect, you really spice things up. This is one of those matches where, listen, I said it, I said it uh, yesterday. Pat has th- did a phenomenal job at the desk in NXT, in the ring in NXT. Anything that they have handed Pat McAfee, he is knocked out of the park, doing a phenomenal job on SmackDown. I love his enthusiasm at the desk. I love the fact that he stands up and we get to see his body language when he talks all about it. I think he's going to knock it dead at WrestleMania. He's an athlete. Yada, yada. I can blow smoke up his ass all day long. I think Pat's going to do a great job. I think Austin Theory, who has been doing a great job, is going to have his WrestleMania moment. I think you'll see a lot of smoke and mirrors, a lot of bells and whistles. I did not love Austin Theory's verbiage last night. I thought it was a little cheesy. I loved his delivery. I loved his tone. I loved his inflection. I thought the words are a bit cheesy, like you're going to be eat- you're going to be eating out of a straw and blah 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 blah. I would have loved to seen Theory go after McAfee as you're nothing more than a punter. Come on, how tough part, can you and a really part-timer. be? Yeah, and, and, a, and a part-timer, a part-timer, a punter, a com, uh, uh, an announcer, however you want to look at it. There's a lot of meat on that bone, Bully. You can you can pick and prod. I mean, come on, Pat McAfee. You yeah. kick a ball. You, you Technically, you didn't even have to wear, you know, a football uniform. You didn't have to wear pads. You didn't have to wear, you know, a helmet. You're, you were a bit of a daisy when you played. I, I would have liked to have seen him go after that a little bit more personal where Pat Pat is going to take that personal like, hey, man, I would played in the NFL. I was one of the best kickers of all time. You're going to take shots at me. And then I love the fact that out of nowhere, whap, Austin Theory knocked that those cans right off of McAfee's head, took it by surprise. Me and Mark were talking yesterday about the surprise slap, not the slap you see coming from a mile away, but that quick slap that catches everybody off guard. If you go back and you listen to SmackDown last night, when Theory pops McAfee in the side of the head, ooh, those people were taken back by it, and Austin Theory got out of Dodge. Everything was great. I just wish his verbiage was a little bit more personal. I also loved uh, McAfee afterwards kind of selling it and, you know, being heated and talking about how pissed off he was and talking about getting embarrassed in front of Jimmy Butler. Oh, well, Jimmy Butler just went to the bathroom, but uh, I'm still pissed. Like, I loved the uh, name drop and kind of McAfee having fun with the moment because – Bully, it's it's a testament, and I think it speaks volumes to just how naturally inclined Pat McAfee is for this business. You can take him on a scripted ride, and he'll be able to adapt, and you can, you know, he'll be able to give you what you want. But uh, he can also freestyle. You can also throw something at him. He can, he also brings that natural energy and humor that he has. It crosses over into the product, and that's kind of something Vince talked about in that interview with Pat, right? Like people love you; they see your genuine sort of delivery. They they like what you bring to the table. It is a unique space that Pat McAfee uh, sort of operates in in the WWE Universe, Bully. And I love it because we don't get it a lot. Everything is so hermetically kind of like sealed in the WWE Universe. Everything is kind of the same in some regards, especially in the announcing table, right? McAfee kind of bucks that trend. I think he does more than buck the trend. I would love to, I'd love to see Corey Graves be able to buck that trend as much as Pat McAfee does. Cause yeah. I think Corey is extremely entertaining. He's yep, very witty. He's got an edge to him. Listen, he's one of the boys he wrestled. Unfortunately, I got taken away from him because of, you know, uh, I think concussion issues or some kind of health issue, which obviously just this past couple of weeks, he got cleared about cleared for, um, and maybe he is going to come back to the ring. I don't know. But I think Corey is excellent at the desk. And I wish they would give Corey the same freedom that McAfee has. Yeah, but I, I, I agree I, with you. It, McAfee, it's almost like he has his own rules. Well, I mean, listen, he's a guy that's I don't want to say has earned it because he hasn't been in the pro wrestling world that long. But I mean, what he's done outside the pro wrestling world, the what what he's shown uh, in terms of, you know, the brand is strong and, you know, how 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 his brand has sort of transcended not just pro wrestling, but his brand has transcended bully a, a few different uh, sort of spaces. Pat McAfee, you can't really fit him into sort of one category, which is what makes him special. 
Are you into the match? Are you into the McAfee Austin oh. Theory match? I know that you're a fan of like more wrestling wrestling matches, but are you into this one? Listen, I yes, I am a fan more of uh like we're kind of opposites in that regard. Well, not opposites, but like you're I you're love, an Okada uh, Omega guy. Which yes, I, yeah, I love the yeah. G one. I love and I'm more I and love, I'm more of a yes. yeah. I'm more of a yeah. uh you know sports entertainment bells and whistles yep. run ins and this this type of guy. Yeah. So are you into this match? 100%. 100%. When you talk about sports entertainment, this is like the definition of that, right? Like this is this is what you want from a WrestleMania attraction match. Like first of all, McAfee has shown and proven that he's more than just an announcer. This dude can work on some level. How much? We don't know exactly, but what we saw with Adam Cole Bebe was absolutely impressive. There is no denying that. And Austin Theory, I mean, the sky's the limit. I don't want to be too hyperbolic, but there's a lot to like about Austin Theory. So you take this match, you take their skills, which are ample enough, and you put them in a ring, that'll be fine. But, Bully, we got four weeks till WrestleMania. I'm looking forward to the mic work between these two because McAfee is gold and Austin Theory is just is great, but he's just kind of finding his way. Uh, I think this can do a lot, and this is something that you prefer with uh, in terms of Austin Theory's WrestleMania moment. This can, this feud and this story going into WrestleMania, I truly think, can do a lot for the likes of Austin Theory if handled correctly. Two-part question for you. Okay. Does Austin Theory need to win at WrestleMania? Second part of the question. Do you just want to see Austin Theory and Pat McAfee involved, or do you want to see Vince be in the equation as an IE Vince is in the corner of Austin theory? I, I don't really care as much about the Vince part of that question. Like if he comes out, that's cool. It's a, it's a nice tip of the cap to, to Vincent mania. He'll have, obviously he'll be inducting the undertaker, which is cool. But in terms of the Austin theory win, uh, I kind of do feel like, he needs the win at least more than McAfee does, right? Like McAfee is Pat McAfee. Like he's well known. There's 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 a lot to like about McAfee. He's he's introduced to the audience, yada yada, all that. But what does the audience know about Austin Theory? He just got chucked off an elimination chamber and just got absolutely wrecked by Brock Lesnar. It was a nice showing. It's what we wanted to see, Bully Ray. But Austin Theory is, in terms of wins and losses, has not had a particularly great year. He's kind of been uh, Vince's lackey or, or, or understudy or whatever word you want to use, right? Um, I, I would like to see that have some sort of payoff uh, at WrestleMania by hook or by crook, and I would imagine hooking and crooking would be involved if Austin Theory is to get the win, right? So that's where, I guess, v Vincent Kennedy McMahon would come into play, potentially. Earlier, we were talking about how the as you mature in the wrestling business, you learn that you yeah. don't have to do very much. You can do a limited amount of stuff because if your character is over and the story is over, you have to do less, um, I am a big believer, and I've been talking about this on the show since day one. You do not have to go over to get over, and I'd rather get over any day of the week right. than go than than go over because th there's more to be won in losing. You got to learn how to lose before you learn how to win, brother Arrowsmith. Dream on, um, and getting over is so much more important. However. I want to see Austin Theory win this match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm with you. Explain yourself, though, because I gave my explanation. Why do you think this is so important for a guy like Theory, or why do you want to see Theory get that win? Because Pat McAfee does not need to win a match yeah. at WrestleMania. End yep. of story. That, that's it. He does not have to win. All you have to do is, I'm not saying Austin Theory beats Pat McAfee clean, because then why right. are you booing Austin Theory? I think right. smoke, mirrors, chicanery, you know, shenanigans. Good word. Good word, chicanery. Chicanery. Enough. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Vince was on, uh, Vince was on that, that podcast with Pat McAfee. He's like, stupendous doesn't get used enough. Stupendous is an odd word. I actually didn't really agree. I used to. Maybe I'm just weird. I used stupendous, you know, a couple times a month probably. Chicanery, though, bully. Now that is a word that doesn't get pulled out too often. That tip of the cap to you, sir. I love the word chicanery. I, I get word. to use it so, you know, I don't get to use it very often. It's kind of like gargantuan. Gargantuan ripping gargantuan. gargantuan what movie gargantuan what gargantuan uh, i don't know she and the oh, name uh, of the character princess bride princess nope. bride 
Oh my God. I can't believe you just said the princess bride. Cause, because Flounder asked me a trivia question just yesterday. And I didn't know the answer was the princess bride because I had never seen the princess bride. Now, hold on. This is, I just did this with dreamer like a year ago. You're telling me you haven't seen the princess bride either. You and dreamer are like huge Andre, the giant fans. How the fuck can you grow up in the eighties and not see princess bride? What, what, how is this possible? Listen, I already got hammered from Flounder last night. I don't need you hammering yeah. me too. I'm going to watch The Princess Bride. I've never seen it before. And I, that's exactly what I said. I said, with me being such an Andre oh, cool. fan. Andre's dead, bully. Andre's dead. The time has passed. The t- Andre you missed the, is you not missed dead. The they have him frozen in a silo in Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa. And they're going to bring him back when the time's right for a big run-in, brother. <laughs> Bite your tongue, Ryan McKittle. Don't you dare say Andre the Gargantuan is from Kill Bill. Okay. L Driver said it when she was killing, uh, um, uh, what's his name? You know, the guy over there with the sword. Michael Mann. Uh, or not Michael Mann. Michael, uh, 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 oh, shit. Uh, they buried the, the, the chick trailer. alive. Yeah, yeah, the guy in the trailer and he buries Beatrix Kiddo alive. Correct. Oh, but she says gargantuan. I don't get to use that word in a sentence very often. I like it. Gargantuan. Chicanery. And Andre's not dead. Chicanery. I actually, I actually put chicanery above gargantuan. But you know what? That's a conversation for another time. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back on a Saturday edition, a super sexy swinging Saturday edition of... Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey everyone, this is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host Kirk Morrison, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Sami Zayn, Intercontinental Chump, not champ. Distracting Sammy. He went from behind. There's Ricochet. Sami Zayn takes it out. Cover. Shoulders down. Ricochet's got it. Ricochet's the champion. There you go. Congratulations to new Intercontinental Champion Ricochet. That's right. Ricochet last night on SmackDown earning his very first Intercontinental Championship Bully Ray with a little help of Jackass's own Johnny Knoxville. There's an aside to that. As a Sami Zayn mark and super fan, which I am, I was a little bummed to see Sami take the L and lose the belt so quickly. But, man, there's a flip side to that. I love Ricochet, and I think he has been vastly underutilized in the WWE. So to see him win his first IC title, I don't care how it comes about, Bully. The fact that it happened made my heart warm. What would you think about that? Has Ricochet been underutilized in the WWE? Most people would say yes, absolutely, without a doubt. However, mm-hmm. Ricochet suffers from a lack of base and believability when he speaks. Well, so maybe he shouldn't be speaking so much, but in the WWE, you need to be able to speak for yourself. Ricochet yeah. has not truly found himself yet. I'm not talking about wrestling ability. We know he has wrestling ability. He's very exciting to watch. If not, one of the most exciting guys to watch. If you let Ricochet do the Ricochet style, 
you'd be oohing and on all day long. Remember Ricochet and Osprey, how they started that match in Japan, oh, and yeah. Vader chimed in, God rest his soul on it, and the, you know this this whole to do. <laughs> when I, when I yeah. watch an opening of a match like Ricochet and Osprey did, uh, you know whatever it was five six years ago. Does it make sense? No. Did it look wickedly awesome? Yes. So I can appreciate it for what it is. Ricochet's style in the WWE, they only use sporadically because, yes, he gets it done in the ring, but the personality hasn't been there. Hopefully, this win wasn't just to get the strap off of Zayn because he's probably going to have a match with Knoxville at WrestleMania, right? Right. That's what it's like. That's certainly what it seems like. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe they have a plan for Ricochet. He looked very motivated in his match last night. I could see the fire in his eyes. Like, okay, this is another opportunity for me to do something. Hopefully he maximizes this opportunity. When Ricochet first debuted, you can always tell by the amount of emphasis they put on your entrance. He had a cool entrance. They invested some time in his entrance. Yep. They gave him a really strong entrance, and then it kind of got taken away month after month after month because he wasn't, in Vince's eyes, he probably wasn't what Vince needs him to be. Fans could sit back and go, oh, my God, how do they not see it with Ricochet? He's awesome. He's this, he's this. Well, if Vince don't see it, you're dead in the water. That's just the way it is. You can bitch, moan, complain, yell, scream. Vince has to see it. Mm -hmm. And then you can move forward. Strong win last night. Really loved the match. Impossible for Zayn and Ricochet to have a bad match. That's true. That's true. Styles predictability with Styles Knoxville. Top level. Old yeah. school distraction. Boom. Get the win. Cool. We, we accomplished what we needed to accomplish. Ricochet gets a little bump, becoming the new champ. Knoxville and Zayn move forward onto WrestleMania. If you're a Ricochet fan, um, I guess how much stock should you put in this win bully? Because I'm going to be honest, like I'm glad he won. I'm a ricochet fan, but I look at like, it was a fine match, but it was kind of short. It was like 15 minutes. And for a guy's, you know, first IC title, I would have liked, and that's 15 minutes with television time about, and the intro show with Heyman kind of cutting a promo. Like it might've been even less in terms of actual match time. Um, I, I, I would have liked to have seen more of a story in regards to a guy like ricochet winning his first IC title. Uh, I hope there's more meat on that bone. I hope they do justice with Ricochet Bully, but I, 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 there is this fear with me that this was more about taking the belt off Sammy so he could have a match with Johnny and almost like Ricochet's a little bit of a placeholder. That's what my concern is, maybe similarly to like, and this is going to sound harsh, but like you look back to what like Big E's run was. I love Big E as WWE champion, but now in hindsight, kind of felt like a placeholder, right? I can apply that a little bit to Ricochet. I, there's, there's some concern uh on my face bully i know the listeners can't see it you're looking at me across from the zoom but i mean it's not without warrant right your voice your words scream hope your yes. tone <laughs> screams nope <laughs> i can I like just that. hear it in your voice you're like well you know i i hope they do this with ricochet <laughs> but he's probably fucking dead in the water like yeah <laughs> we'll see what you going to do with this yeah. opportunity? Let me ask you this. You're a huge yeah. fan of Ricochet. Okay. We've established that. Yes, I am. Yep, I yep, am yep, a yep, huge yep. fan of him. Also, when it comes to the in-ring stuff that he does, respect yep. all of that athleticism. When he talks, does he make you care? Are you afraid of him? Would you be afraid of him in a back alley? Probably not. But is that his character? Is, that, is, is the character to be afraid by Ricochet or to be wowed by Ricochet? You're going to be wowed by him in the ring. Really? But when he speaks, you have to be able to connect with him. I don't love Ricochet for what he says. I don't hate Ricochet for what he says. I'm not He's behind him. I don't believe him when he says, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. When he gets mm. in the ring, I believe what he's going to do because I can see it. But you know that you have to be able to connect emotionally with people. I think that's where the biggest problem has lied with 
Go ahead. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say how much of that is booking, though, Bully Ray. Because I think back to Prince Puma. I think back to his 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 matches in New Japan. Like his danger is in the ring. Like when I think of the danger that Ricochet brings, it's his athleticism, it's his wiliness, it's his speed, it's his athleticism, it's his actual you know in ring product. So I ask you again, how much of that is the booking in WWE that has you not believing? Whenever it comes to the boys, I always protect mm-hmm. the boys on this show. WWE, AEW, I protect the boys in general because I know the boys have to go out there and they have to physically execute or verbally execute what creative has handed them. I go out of my way to protect the guys and gals in the WWE even more because there's very little deviating from what they hand you on paper. There are some people who just cannot take what creative hands them and make it their own. And then there are people, and here's my best examples, Alexa Bliss, Samoa Joe. Alexa and Samoa Joe were taking the verbiage they were handed and they were owning it and they were making it their own. Thus, they could spit it back out, especially Mm. Joe. Because he was my example like two years ago when me and LaGreco would have the conversation of, you know, the hand your verbiage, you know, what are you supposed to do with it? You got to own it because if you're an actor and you get a part and you're handed lines, well, these are your lines. Well, I would never say anything like this. Well, no, maybe you, the human being, wouldn't say anything, but the character would say this. And this is what we think right. the character of Ricochet would say. So, Go take your script, go learn your words, own the words, and now come back and say them. I could tell you that I'm the toughest son of a bitch you ever met in a ballerina's outfit, and I'll make you believe that I'm the toughest son of a bitch you've ever met in a ballerina's outfit. Yeah, that'd be more intimidating. Do you do you do you expect to hear Bully Ray talk about how I listen? If I were to wear a two-two, we'd have to call it a three-three. But I digress. This is me digressing. Um, I see. I thought that was a really funny joke, and you didn't pop that hard. I'm a little offended by your lack of popdom. You talking to me? I popped. I chuckled. Is that what you talking about? No, no, about? no, no, no. You I chuckled. A, sorry. I haven't snorted my five-hour energy yet, Bully Ray. Apologies. Let me, get my, let me get my bumps in, and I'll be popping for you for the next 90 minutes, my guy. <laughs> We're going to do a couple of rippers, brother. <laughs> let, me, let me rail um, this five-hour well, so energy up the back of my side. You have to be able Jesus, to take Bully verbiage Ray. that you would never normally yeah. say, and you got to own it. And I think that's where the, the mess comes with Ricochet. I don't think he's yeah. been able to own the verbiage when it's his tone, his inflection does not make me believe it doesn't make me love. It doesn't make me hate. It keeps me. Eh. When I watch him, I'm not. Eh. When I'm watching, I'm like, wow, holy shit. That was awesome. Yay. Woohoo. Talking not so much. So hopefully something goes right this time. So the flip side of that match, obviously we focused a lot on ricochet here uh, through this conversation, but the flip side, Sami Zayn losing the IC title. Um, But it looks like there is, I I guess, proverbial light at the end of the tunnel, right? Yes, uh, Zayn loses his IC title, but it looks like it's setting up a a, a fairly big uh, attraction match. Like there's probably two attraction matches at WrestleMania this year, right? Austin Theory, Pat McAfee, and then now Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. Bully, I, I don't know how I want to set this up, right? I think back to a match like Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens, a match that should have main-evented WrestleMania. It should have been uh, a bigger deal than it was, right? But I think when you look back at it in hindsight, it's just kind of a match that happened. And it was a great match. I mean, it was a great feud leading up to it. The Festival of Friendship was awesome, but it kind of fell flat at WrestleMania. When I think about big Mania matches or big Mania moments, sometimes a match like Knoxville and Zayn can be bigger than even a title match. Sometimes those attraction matches, in terms of living in history and staying in the fans' minds, sometimes those matches are more popular. What do you think about this this Knoxville matchup against Zayn? And if you're Sami Zayn, are you happy that this WrestleMania will be spent in a match against a man like Johnny Knoxville when you, Sami Zayn, are one of the best professional wrestlers in the world? It doesn't matter how great of a professional wrestler you are when you're in the world of sports entertainment and the WWE. Sammy's been there a long time. He gets it. The El Generico or Sammy Zane 
of yesteryear in Sammy's mind is most likely gone because he's been there enough to understand and get it. When you are in an attraction match at WrestleMania, it's a big deal. Sammy is playing the part of Bam Bam Bigelow. Knoxville is playing the part of Lawrence Taylor. I know that's a very weird yep. comparison, but it's no, no different. No, it's exactly what it is. It's no different than the original traction match, you know, Bam Bam and, and uh, LT. Sammy's, Sammy's job is to go out there and have an incredible attraction match with a crash and burn guy like Johnny Knoxville. When you're handed this, the company is saying, we have faith in you to make this work. We believe you're the yeah. right guy to stand across from Knoxville. Knoxville is going to have a ton of his fan base tuning in just to see what Johnny Knoxville is going to do. Thus, Sammy, you can help. Johnny will bring the eyes. Sammy can help keep the eyes. I like that. It's an important spot. If, yeah. if you have a designate, listen, main events of WrestleMania, obviously. Um, big attraction matches at WrestleMania come in like almost second, meaning it's like the second most important, you know, spot on the card. Look at what, what, what they're doing with McAfee. I think they're doing a little bit more with McAfee than Knoxville, but you know, we'll probably get Sammy versus Knoxville on night one to, you know, one attraction match for each night. I think Sammy will yeah. knock it out of the park. Sammy will hopefully they work in, to Knoxville's strengths, meaning Johnny, what do you feel comfortable doing? Can you do your Johnny Knoxville from 20 years ago? No, but here's what I can do. All right, fine. Then let's, then let's roll with it. Yeah. And yeah, you're right, Ryan. Cause you just made the money sign to me a little while ago. It's a nice little payday brother. Sucks, man. You got a yeah, spot the on the card <laughs> that's being advertised yeah. weeks out. You got a nice little spot on the card and you're going to get paid. And to your point, Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam Bigelow. You're talking about it 25, 30 years later. Those attraction matches can stick with you, and they can be a part of the the ether for, for, for decades, Bully Ray. Like you said, they're the second biggest match a lot of the time on the card. Ryan, I always compare this kind of stuff to playing poker, and I think I've used this analogy yeah. with you once. You get dealt a deuce, a four, a six, an eight, and a ten all offsuit. So the, 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 the hand that you've been dealt – is shitty. You have two choices. You can fold or you can play the hand to the best of your ability. And you can actually win the pot with those awful cards if you do it the right way. Sammy gets handed Johnny Knoxville. He can either bitch, moan, and complain or he can own it, go out there, tear the roof down with Johnny so that when he comes back through the curtain, Vince is there going, my God, that was great. That's exactly what I wanted. Great job, Sammy. Yep. Thus, you won to your point. the pot. Yep, and to your point earlier when you were talking about, uh, like, Alexa Bliss and, like, Samoa Joe and dealing uh, with do doing your lines and delivering them to the best of your ability and making them your own uh, and b almost being a product of, like, you, in terms of, like, you can't you can't even be put in a situation of bad booking because you rise above it. I feel like Sami Zayn is in that category. No matter what you throw at him, he is going to make the best of it. And, and bully to your point, he's going to make it his. I've I've never seen Sammy not go out there and give a hundred percent. I will tell you this, yep. I'm, and I'm not talking. I'm not speaking out of turn here. Sammy's one of those guys. It's a little difficult to do business with. Okay, how so? Because he's not a yes man. Oh, okay. Not a yes man. And when you're not a yes person, and you know who else said this? Charlotte said this in a recent interview. She goes, why? How, why am I difficult? Because I just don't say yes. The lead up, the lead up, the lead up to Becky, right? That's a shoot. You yeah. know why I'm difficult? Because I don't just say yes. You better come correct when you sit down with me to discuss business. You know damn well, Ryan, I will hoot okay. and holler and have a great time with you like we do in break. We're laughing our balls off here today. Sorry, Ariel. Sure. Um, you know, we're having a great time. <laughs> Proverbial. Proverbial. When we're on, yeah. we're on. It's time to bring it. Good pro wrestling discussion back and forth. You want to challenge me? I'll challenge you. Yada, yada. Here we go. You got to come 100%, whether on a radio or on a ring. 
that if you come to me with an idea in wrestling and you go A, B, and C, I don't just say, okay, yes. I think about it. I listen to it. I hone it. How can it work for the both of us? Blah, blah, blah. And then I'll give suggestions back. Unfortunately, when you are not a yes man in the wrestling business and you speak up for yourself and you give other ideas and you don't just roll over, you're deemed difficult. Sammy is a little difficult. JBL has gone on record to say he did not want to be an agent anymore because he found Sammy a little difficult. Interesting. I missed that part. Well, I'll tell you this. Sami Zayn certainly knows the business, so I would imagine when you get that uh, I'm not a yes man, a lot of that bully uh, plays into the fact that Sami Zayn might know it better than you do. At least that's in terms, not you bully, but the, the people in creative that he's dealing with, right? Um, Ryan, just so you know, mind. just so you know, yeah. I'd rather deal with guys like Sami Zayn who have an opinion than guys who just roll over and play dead. Yep. Just because somebody says something, just because somebody says, hey, let's do tackle, drop down, hip toss, arm drag, body slam, cover, one, two, kick, get it again, doesn't mean that it's right. Just because you came up the idea doesn't mean it's good. But let's have some good discussion about it, some dialogue. And if Sammy, if I said that to Sammy and he's like, Bubba, I like the idea, but what if we did this, this, and this? And I said, no, Sammy, I think we should just stick to what I said. And he goes, it just doesn't feel right, Bubba. I think this feels right. Oh, Sammy, you're being difficult? No. no. He's just he's voicing his opinion on what he thinks would be good for the match. Right. Voice bully, voicing his passion, right? He cares about what he's put the product that he's putting out in the ring. Unfortunately, you run into situations like this where people mm-hmm. get deemed difficult because they have an opinion and they jo- and they don't want to back down. Ryan, I went head to head with the Undertaker one day. I've told the story a hundred times. Head to head with him and I lost. He, but he never, I earned respect that day by going head to head with him and having honest debate and discussion about the match. There's a way to do it. Just not everybody is difficult. Sometimes it's just passion. Hey everyone, this is Kirk Morrison. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every Every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm going to beat you until your own mother won't recognize you. I'm going to leave parts of you in that ring and I'm going to leave parts of you all over Orlando, Florida. This is what you want. More importantly, this is what you deserve. On March 6th, I will become a monster to fight the monsters of the world. Because I'm CM Punk, and I'm better than you. Bully is in heaven. He's got paper planes juxtaposed to that great CM Punk promo towards MJF. This is like uh, this is like some pro wrestling synergy in your world. Only you can fully appreciate Bully Ray. I was feeling it. I was, I don't know why I like that song. I just like that song. It's probably the five hour energy. You're just feeling yeah. everything today. Oh yeah. Like just, I'm going to snort another one after the show is over. You're on a different plane, man. Your existence is on a different level than everybody else. We can't even see you right now. You're like Cena. Guess what? What? I didn't love that punk promo. What do you mean? You didn't love that? But really? A little too pro wrestling. Now, wait, for me. Okay. Now this is interesting. You didn't love that CM Punk promo, which a lot of people did. A lot of people were praising that promo and thought it was incredible, right? But I find that interesting because you are obviously a Hall of Famer. You are one of the best mic men to ever grab a stick, right? But you are also a huge, unabashed fan of this story with MJF and CM Punk. But yet, you didn't like what we heard last night from CM Punk. Explain yourself. It felt a little too typical pro wrestling for something Punk to say. Okay. I almost would have liked to have heard... Too many cliches? It just, the feel was a little too pro wrestling for me. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying that as compared to the other stuff, punk speaks in a certain way. Say again. Okay. 
What does that mean when you say it's too pro wrestling? Uh, it, it sounds like a typical pro wrestling promo. That's all. Like you've seen, uh, it, I, like you've I, seen it before? It, Maybe, like you said, maybe too many cliches. I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do this to you. And, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. And mean, I'm going to do this to you. It's almost like I ra- would have rather have seen, you know, MJ, uh, Punk, just look at the microphone and say, Max, fuck you. And walk away. That would have been, uh, that would have been a really good promo too. That would I mean, I would have, I would have been here for that or left the book what, open MJ- and not anything. Would that would could that have been an option as well? Leave the book open and not even address MJF and Punk because Wednesday was so good. If Punk, if Punk would not have st- said a word and uh-huh. stared down the barrel of that camera, and you're waiting for him to talk, and you're waiting for him to talk, and you're waiting for him to talk, and he never says a word, but all you can concentrate on is the blood trickling down his face. And the, the look in his eye, you know, when they talk about people, Ryan, and they talk about like if a, a, like a woman is scorned and you can see that look in her eye where yes. something is yeah. not right, you know that a, a switch has been flipped. I would have rather have seen that. I would have rather have seen something, no talking. Less words. Or yeah. just something so... Max, fuck you. End of story. Other than I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to. I don't expect punk to say anything that feels typical pro wrestling. So is it was what he did good? Yes, it was good compared to all of the other stuff I hear him do for me. To me, it's just not as good. I can understand why people loved it they they have been doing such a great job of going staying traditional yet going outside of the box and Uh saying things they both deliver things in a certain way where i believe that's the point i'm trying to trying to make but for and but for an average wrestling and when i say average i'm just saying the typical wrestling for anyway now, I'm not even going to say AEW fan. Just a typical wrestling fan. I can understand why they would love that. But imagine Punk being on that table and pushing away one doctor and pushing away another doctor and just sitting there with his head down. And imagine you see tricklets of blood dripping off of him as the camera gets closer and closer and closer. And he just looks up at the camera and all you can see is a fucked up look in his eye and you go off the air to me that speaks volumes just my opinion or maybe he like chuckles to himself and spits out a little blood or like yeah the visuals of it like you can to your point you can do a lot without words bully ray sometimes like i talked about with 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 max about the not yelling to me, it was night and day when I heard him talk about the devil. He wasn't, he wasn't going, and the devil, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and I'm the devil, man. It's kind of, it's that Manson, you know, uh, not Marilyn, man. It's that Charles Manson-esque, man, Charles Manson talked right here, brother. And he made you believe he was the most possessed man on earth. He never yelled. No, he didn't need to. With punk. I've heard punks talk so much about this. He just had a knife thrust in his back, salt on the wound, hung, bloodied, raped, pillaged. I'm now beyond words. Right. That's my point. This is where you pushed me. Yeah, no, good stuff. Good stuff. So, I mean, as we talk about you liked it, you liked what you liked what he said, correct? Uh, yeah, I did. I like the hearkening back, sort of like an acknowledging ring of honor. Like you want the guy that you grew up with. You want to see the old CM Punk. Like again, yes, it was a little cliche, but I liked the energy and the passion that that it was delivered with. But after you sold me on the one look and the fuck you, you know, hey Max, fuck you. Like I, I I'm more in your camp now. I would have liked to have seen uh, the less is more approach with that because when you start talking about tightening the screws and pointing some of those things out, 
I, I think back to it and it's like, yeah, I think that probably would have been more effective, just have a more deranged, uh, quiet CM Punk. I think that would have had probably a little bit more effect, but I still like the promo. Yeah, I did. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So as we talk about CM Punk and MJF, of course, we look ahead 24 hours to AEW Revolution. That is obviously one of the marquee matches on the docket. And for you, Bully Ray, that's the match that you said you are most looking forward to. So, dog collar match. We're about to dive into this AEW Revolution card, right? CM Punk and MJF. What are your expectations, Bully Ray? Just how bloody is this fight going to get? Because I'll tell you right now, I am expecting blood. If you're expecting blood and a lot of it, does it now become gratuitous after what we just saw this past week? No, nah, man. It's pro wrestling. It can never be too gratuitous. Fine. Yep. So you want, I, I would imagine you would love to see something Piper Valentine-esque. Well, you've brought it up enough. You have to deliver now. You've, brought, you've evoked the name of Roddy fucking Piper numerous times. You have to deliver. In the most violent of ways. You've delivered on the mic. Now you have to deliver in the match. And when you talk about Valentine Piper, when you talk about the original dog collar match, I mean, shit, man, you, you've evoked it. You have to deliver. Yes, bully. Since they have hearkened back to mm-hmm. punk has hearkened back to some ring of honor stuff. Yeah. Since they've borrowed from their own pasts. Do you want to see them borrow from the Piper Valentine dog collar match because it was so long ago that it'll be brand new to this generation of wrestling fan. Bully, yeah, I absolutely, not only do I want to see it, I would expect nothing less from CM Punk. When you talk about Danielson, uh, when you talk about CM Punk, these are guys who give odes to the prior generation. Shit, Punk just did it with Bret Hart uh, a couple weeks ago in that in that MJF match back in Chicago. So, yeah, I would, I would, I would expect it, Bully. Aren't you expecting it? You know, come 24 hours? I, I want a great story no matter what it is. If these guys decided to rip that match off move for move, I wouldn't care <laughs> because it's been so long ago yeah. that I don't, yeah. I don't remember the exact match. Like, like, but I remember their ma- I remember the match. I remember, remember the, the visuals. You remember the Correct. visuals. Yeah. I remember the bloody dog collar yeah. match by Valentine and Piper. I remember the images on the cover of PWI. I don't remember the actual move for move or this. If they ripped that match off move for move, I wouldn't care. Because, yeah. you know, I, I'm, it's almost guaranteed that it's going to be entertaining. It's like a cover song. You do a great cover, you know what you're getting. Yeah. I'm sure they're not going to rip the match off. I'm sure there's going to be Easter eggs in their match, paying homage, tipping of the cap to Valentine and Piper. I'm sure they're going to put their own, you know, spin on it. The amount of blood that gets poured should only be in correlation to the physicality. Don't give me blood for the sake of giving me blood. Give me blood because it made absolute sense in the match. Not that I think that they wouldn't do, especially Punk is smart enough. I shouldn't take anything away from MJF. I'm looking at his youth right now, but MJF is is very smart also. These guys are smart enough to just, it's kind of like doing a ladder match, setting up a ladder anyplace else, but right underneath the belts just to jump off it for no fucking good reason. Um, And trust me, I've been guilty of it myself, but you need to learn from it. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting something great because, dude, there's got to be an incredible payoff here. The build has been tremendous. Tremendous. The people are salivating for this. Fists, kicks, facials, intent. No whipping off guys off the ropes when you're on the chain. None of this. And there's bells and whistles there, a run in here, a run, you know, uh, you know, the pinnacle guys. Yeah, a hanging Maybe spot a run. here or there. Sure. There's there's yeah. plenty of room for it. Does it does the match need run-ins and bells and whistles? No. Well, All I'm looking forward to is a great culmination. And go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All I need is a great culmination. And before I give you my end. After this match is over, do you still think Punk and 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 MJF has legs? 
Yes, but not immediately. Pause it, bring it back a year from now, a year and a half from ah. now. Because this has been so well done, you leave the fans salivating. You deliver on this match in the rightest of ways, but you leave this alone after this for a little bit. Very good, always, my. I mean, sh- <laughs> very good, my young Padawan. Yes. Well, you've taught me you, well, bully. You, if they give us the match that I think they're going to give us, yeah. I don't think you can come back around and go, okay, well, next uh, in the next three months, we're going to, now we're going to come back with a steel cage. You're going to come back, let it alone, let yep. it die, and yep. then let it come back up. Because it's Again. always going to be there, right? It's always going to be ingrained in the, the AEW fans' heads, pro wrestling fans' heads. You know what this is. You know the potential. You know what the story can bring. But you gotta, you gotta let the chapter develop. You gotta let the story play out a little bit. Now that does bring me to my next question: CM Punk, MJF, this dog collar match, bully. Because we're about to get into picks and predictions and run through this card. Um, what do you think happens in this match? Who do you think gets the win? Who do you think needs the win? Punk does not need to win. CM Punk never even after losing, even after losing the MJF in Chicago. Absolutely. Make a case, make a case, a real case for why uh, CM Punk needs to win. Well, number one, the money you're paying him. Number two, the fact that he is. Wait, stop, stop. uh, What what does the money have to do with it? Well, he's. You want to make sure he's in a strong position. You want to make sure that the money you're spending isn't lessened, right? His value isn't lessened. And taking a loss to MJF, presumably, what would would, would be again another loss to MJF? He just lost to him in Chicago a month. Do you ago. think? Do you think people will think less of CM Punk if he loses? Uh, potentially, depending on how it's done, especially if it's done even relatively clean, bully, even relatively clean. Ah, depending on how it's done. Yeah. You bring Punk to the edge and you fuck him again. I shouldn't have said it that way. You screw you screw him over again. No, fuck him works. But no, you. Oh, okay. So well, you said it like last, although I remember you saying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, now there, that is a veteran. Now that's a veteran move. Um, no, but no, but in terms I of, think of, Punk of is so over. Okay. That and he's been screwed over so bad by MJF. I would bring them right to the brink where you think it's going to be punk and then do it again. Because if you do it again, then what you said earlier works. You go, you get away from it from a little while and then you bring it back. Yes. I do know that eventually your baby face has to win. I understand that argument. I really, really do. But MJF is too, too special of a talent. That's just my opinion. No, no, I don't disagree with you on that. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen. And... Sirius XM Fight Nation program director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.